This is Bigger Pockets Daily. No rest for us on a Sunday. I'm Tyler, and every day I read a different article from the Bigger Pockets real estate blog. You can listen to one of these shows each day, or you can go wild and binge through the whole catalog. This isn't a new show, and most of these articles outline concepts that stand the test of time. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com biggerpockets. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9 to 5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Calm down. Short-term rentals are doing fine. By Alex Jarbo. Far more money has been lost by investors trying to anticipate corrections than lost in the corrections themselves. That was from Peter Lynch. I wish I had said that. That's a good one. I'll be honest. I went back and forth about whether or not to do this podcast because I didn't know how it may be received. But after seeing so much noise and misinformation said about the short-term rental industry, I couldn't take it anymore. Sitting on the sidelines didn't feel right without giving my perspective of what's been happening over the last few months. So this podcast is about why I still think it's a phenomenal time to invest in short-term rentals. The Misinformation Problem What I've seen a lot on social media and the news is people who are in strong positions, whether it be in real estate or any industry, touting why we are in a recession and why their industry is in decline. I urge you to be very careful about listening to anyone on social media talk about their declining industry. Why? They are in the perfect position to benefit from a decline. Take, for example, someone who goes on a podcast and owns a large short-term rental company. It's very easy for them to predict a sharp decline in occupancy over the next year or two because of a recession. If I heard someone say something like that, the next question I would ask is, does your company still plan to acquire more properties through this recession? I guarantee you the answer would be yes, or they wouldn't be on the podcast in the first place. 
If their company is still planning to acquire properties through a recession, why are they going onto a podcast and saying STRs are not a good investment anymore? Hello? The logical answer, in my opinion, is that they are scaring people into not investing in the same asset class as them. Hmm. There's so much noise out there right now, and it might seem difficult to determine who is telling the truth or who has ulterior motives. The four contributing factors to the quote-unquote decline. Lately, I've seen countless hosts say that their properties have been or seen a significant decline in revenue and occupancy. That may be true, but if I had to guess, they only have their properties listed on one platform like Airbnb and are not doing anything else to promote their properties. From everything I have seen recently, four factors play a major role in the supposed decline of STRs. The first factor is that Airbnb recently did a massive overhaul of its website that changed how properties appear in the search results and how they're displayed. A lot of hosts saw a decline in their bookings because of this change. This happened around the same time interest rates started to go up. And I saw firsthand that many hosts blamed an upcoming recession on the first interest rate hike over the algorithm change. That was the first mistake. The second part is that interest rate hikes did cause a slight drop in bookings. People are traveling less, but that's a given during a correction. It's not normal to operate in 95% plus occupancy. That's not even where hotels have historically operated, even during good market conditions. The metrics give a good look at how much STRs have grown since 2019. At a quick glance, available listings reached 1.38 million. That's up over 23% YOY and up 8.7% versus 2019. The total demand rose 24% YOY and sits over 26% higher versus 2019. Occupancy declined 1.2% YOY to 58.1%, but is up 11.1% versus 2019. Average daily rates rose over 5% to $265 and are up 31.1% versus 2019. Total revenue was 31% higher YOY and up 65.9% versus 2019. Nights booked for future travel were up 19% YOY to 15.8 million. The third part is that many hosts overlook the fact that markets are going into their slow season. It's easy to blame the downturn, but you may be just going into your slow season is all. I know that might seem too simple, but it's very possible. Finally, many successful hosts blame the decline on the influx of short-term rentals coming into the market. Those experts fail to talk about how much demand has entered the market. (laughs) With higher demand, the number of listings hasn't caught up, negating the argument that more listings are harming the market. A combination of these four factors is convincing people that the sky is falling in the STR industry. There were points within the last, you know, few years or so where many hosts were operating at 90% plus occupancy. Globally, hotels operate at 65 to 80% occupancy. The expectation for those high rates to continue is absurd. My company is going into its first slow season during this correction. My current occupancy is 77%, and we're still profitable. 
Before you disregard investing in STRs, consider the reasons and see if your market is currently going through a combination of what we mentioned. Now, here's what you need to understand about STRs. Short-term rentals have been around for a very long time. The only thing that's changed is how people book them. During the last few years, many investors jumped into the STR space to cash in on that boom. Unfortunately, many of these investors had no idea what they were doing and poorly operated their rentals. I've seen it many times. You need to look at your STR business as a hospitality business. What does that mean? It means you're not just acquiring a property, putting it on Airbnb or Verbo, then calling it a day. You need to consider yourself a hotel and treat your properties as such. Online travel agencies, OTAs, like Airbnb and Verbo, should be viewed as a marketing tool for your business, but not where your property should exclusively live. If your property is only on a specific OTA, then that company completely controls your property. If they change their search algorithm like Airbnb did or decide to ban one of your properties based on something completely out of your control, then you have no other option than to go with whatever the OTA decides for your property. I've gone through this before. The hosts and property managers that are going to do well in this recession are going to be the ones that take charge of their business and look beyond just posting their properties on places like Airbnb and Verbo. The hosts that focus on generating their own guests and figuring out how to get them to stay again with you in the future are the hosts that are going to prosper over the next couple of years. It was very easy to do well in one of the best economic expansions the U.S. has ever seen. Now, we're heading into a recession, and these so-called experts scream that the sky is falling. Don't fall for it. Treat your STRs right and figure out ways to control your guests' experience. Here are a few ways you can do this, by the way. The future of STRs is direct bookings. When I started, there was not much information available on STRs, so I relied heavily on hotel textbooks to learn how to operate my vacation rentals. The number one thing I was taught in those books was how to take the guests off the OTAs like Expedia or Booking.com and bring them into their ecosystem. During the guest's stay, they acquire their information and remarket to them via their website. We have all gone through this when staying in a hotel, haven't we? You should treat your STR business exactly the same. Seek STR companies that offer training and direct bookings. Direct bookings mean guests are booking directly through your website compared to having to go through Airbnb or Verbo. Outside of bigger pockets, my favorite free resource on this topic is Mark Simpson's Boostly. Learn to utilize social media marketing on Facebook and Instagram to promote your properties. I recently started doing this and have seen some pretty amazing results. I run ads in cities that a bulk of my guests come from. And let's wrap things up real quick. One last thought. You know, I hope this helped clear up some reservations you might have had about investing in this market. It's not as bad as people are making it to be. I predict that we will see a dip in bookings. But by utilizing the strategies we talked about today, I'm confident your properties will do amazing. People are purchasing less right now because of interest rates and being scared of the future. This is the first time in close to a decade that properties are seeing significant price declines. If you were someone complaining about prices being too high over the last three years, this is the time to buy, not sit on the sidelines.
Okay, that about wraps up today's show. If you're hungry for more visual content, did you know Bigger Pockets has a YouTube channel? You can find series, investment property walkthroughs, live videos, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash biggerpockets or biggerpockets.com slash YouTube. Either way, see you back here tomorrow.